everyone, and welcome to the Word on Coaching podcast today. And I have with us today, uh, by the way, I'm Joanne, and with me are Kevin and Debbie. Say hello. Hello, everyone. Hi, everybody. Yeah, and we're really excited today uh, uh, with the person that we've invited to be part of our podcast today. And uh, Carrie Campbell and I have known one another more years than I will admit to. And uh, he has always been a constant in my life, uh, professionally and uh, personally. So, Carrie, welcome to Coaches 3, and thanks for coming on. So I'm going to jump right in here and start with the expected uh, question is, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, again, my name is Carrie Campbell, and I have been with State Farm Insurance, and I'm retired now. I worked with State Farm for approximately almost 33 years, and most recently, I was the lead for a virtual facilitation program that also involved a lot of coaching, virtual coaching classes, and coaching seminars, where I had the pleasure to work with all three of you. It's been a wonderful experience. I also worked with leadership development on that team, the employee development, and just have had a Wonderful experience coaching, uh, dating back over 10 years to when we uh, started the initiative and you graciously, Joanne, invited me to be a part of that along with Debbie. Both of you invited me into the coaching world and I've never left and been a part of that since. And also with you went through the International Coach Federation and I have, I'm proud to say I have been with that a number of years and have my credential as Associate Certified Coach with that and very excited. Uh, to be in this uh, conversation today because coaching is very important to me. <laughs> Woo-hoo, right. We're glad to have you here, Carrie. So Carrie, why would you say coaching is important? Well, I think coaching is important because it allows the person that you're coaching, the coachee, to really be their best. It gives them an opportunity to look within themselves, to discover And when I say look within themselves and discover, I think they can look within themselves and what they discover is their best solutions. It gives them the time, the opportunity to really, you know, think for themselves. It's it's a gift. I think of it as a gift because in this fast paced world, their employees are so busy. Sometimes from task A to task B, they don't always give themselves the gift to to sit back, to think, and to really process. So when you're coaching someone, you're really giving them a gift. You're having a bit of a guided conversation. You're, you're, uh, you're being curious. You're asking them questions. But in the end, you're allowing time for them to really think through and think through for themselves. What are some of their best solutions where maybe they have a gap, something they want to achieve? And I love the philosophy. And it works. <laughs> well, thank you, Carrie. Um, when I think about what you just said about a gift, Uh, we have our word for today is acknowledgement. And we chose that word specifically with you in mind because we know you are good at acknowledging others and we think you're one of the best at doing it. So let's start off and talk about what does it mean to acknowledge someone? Okay. Well, you know, I would say personally, valuing others, appreciating others, it's sort of has always been a natural thing for me. I just I try to appreciate life day by day and being being alive and, and being working with the people around me. Um, and when I think of um, you know acknowledgement, 
you know, I, I kind of think of it in a couple different ways. I mean, you can compliment someone, uh, and, and that's really not acknowledgement in a sense. You know, when, when I think of acknowledgement, I'm thinking about something where someone has a goal they're working towards. It's something they want to do, something they want to improve, something they want to try. And so that's why it's important as a coach to understand, you know, what are their goals? What are they trying to accomplish? What do they want to do with life or work? And then be mindful of that as you're working with them and listening to what they've accomplished, what they've done, or observing that, and then being able to basically um, hone in on that and acknowledge, you know, for example, maybe you have an employee who doesn't feel comfortable speaking in public. And you know that employee is working on that. Well, maybe they volunteer to lead a group uh, meeting, a team meeting. And after that, I can, you know, sincerely acknowledge them and say, you know, Joan, I'm going to acknowledge you for the way you led that meeting. Because that was a goal she had. She stepped up and did something out of her comfort zone. And she did a nice job. And, you know, when I think about that, you know, I think about, you know, how, how would I structure that? Well, one thing is I want to be specific. I think that's really important, as I just stated with that example. Um, and acknowledge, you know, the behaviors uh, or the actions that they took in that case, what she did. And, and as always, be sincere. And again, that's just one thing that um, kind of comes naturally to me, but I try to look out for what they're trying to do. And then, you know, just be genuine, authentic, and just recognize what they've done. Yeah, I've worked for leaders who've acknowledged me and leaders who haven't. And I would work for a leader that acknowledges me any day of the week, right? Because you know, just to know that someone's noticing what you're doing and letting you know you're doing a good job or you know that you did something well so that builds your confidence. I really I really think that's important that leaders do that. Just, you know, because it's hard to come to work every day and, and grind out you know, the results every day. And for someone to say, I'm noticing how hard you're working and you're making a difference, I think is really important. Yeah, and Debbie, you actually have research to support that, is that employees are um, more engaged when they're acknowledged. And uh, we've seen that in numerous uh, research uh, reports, have we not? And I, that must be the phrase we heard, you know, that em employees don't leave companies and they, they leave leaders, they leave managers. And that hits it right on the head. Yeah, I was thinking about when you said that I worked for someone uh, and she would go to the store and she would pick out greeting cards specifically for us. <laughs> so when you got your greeting card, you knew that she had picked it for you. And then she would write a note in there acknowledging what we had been working on in the past. And I'm telling you, those that little note card went so far. We look forward to getting those from her. And it's just like a simple little thing, but she demonstrated to us the value that we had of being on her team and what we brought to the team. And I think more than anything, when she wrote those words, we knew that she saw how hard we were working. She saw the progress that we were making and just that acknowledgement and uh, letting, our, letting us know that we were bringing value to the team that made that made all the difference. And it was just something that will always stick in my mind when it comes to acknowledging people. It's, it's a really real life example of that. Did you keep your note cards, Kevin? I do have my new <laughs> Yeah, I do too. I have some where people did that for me too. So that shows how much they meant, right? Yeah, exactly. So that 
I think that leads into a great question. Why is acknowledgement important, especially when you're coaching someone? You know, when I think about when you're in that coaching relationship and that person, you see them, as Carrie mentioned, you see they have a goal and they're working toward that goal. And I think acknowledging the progress that they make encourages people to continue to strive for that goal because sometimes people have been struggling to get wherever they are going. You know, they've been trying to close this gap. And when you're in a coaching relationship with them and you see that person starting to close the gap, it uh, reinforces that they are doing the right thing. So you acknowledge the behavior, the change in attitudes. And I think it really helps them stay focused and it gives them some, uh, some motivation to continue on that path. Kevin, I like what you're saying there because you're talking about positive reinforcement. Mm -hmm. And I think coaching plays a huge role. I know it has for me um, and many others in terms of positive reinforcement and acknowledgement is really a cornerstone of appreciative inquiry, you know, yes. which is an absolutely proven method of positive reinforcement. So it is a beautiful thing. I see acknowledgement as a way to celebrate that person. Oh, yes. Yes. And, and, and we, yes. I remember all of us, we would talk after we do big projects and programs and it seemed like we would just move from one project to the next thing and we wouldn't acknowledge and celebrate one another. And I think as a coach, that's one of my favorite things I do. In fact, just before I got on, um, uh, line today, uh, a young lady that I've been coaching for a year now sent me um, a report that she just completed and, and she took some of the uh, things that she's learned through coaching this year and applied them in this meeting and she was so excited and nothing made me feel any better than to write her back and acknowledge the hard work and celebrate with her. Yeah, and I, I want to reinforce what Kevin was saying about the progress. I think sometimes leaders will wait to acknowledge when the goal has been achieved. And for me, I think back when I ran a 5K and I was training for that, and I am not a runner, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and so that was a big deal for me. But if somebody would have waited till the actual race to say, you know, you did a great job and, you know, you worked hard and all that, I might not have made it to the race. You know, having someone who was acknowledging me along the way and my progress was really important to keep me motivated. Yeah, I'm going to add to that too. The thing I love about acknowledgement is it's free. It doesn't cost anything. <laughs> You're yeah. right. It's so powerful. <laughs> and it's so true. Well, so we've talked about, um, Carrie, you've mentioned, we've kind of alluded to some of the benefits, uh, but I, I'd like to ask specifically, what what are the benefits to, we, we've talked about the benefits to people that we acknowledge, but what are the benefits to the organization, to the leader? And also, we talked a little bit about the elements of what acknowledgement is. So what do you guys think uh, benefits an organization, and what are some elements that you would recommend using in that? Yeah, I think leaders need to step back and ask themselves the question of why should someone work for you? And I don't, you know, sometimes people are assigned, right? So that's not even a question. <laughs> but when I say work, they can be on your team, they may not be working, right? They may not be getting the results you really need them to get. 
Um, so ask yourself that. And I think the acknowledgement piece is one of those pieces that answers that question. You know, because I'm going to acknowledge your good work and I'm not, I'm not going to make it fake. I'm not going to acknowledge something that you didn't do, but I'm going to acknowledge the good work when you do it. And I, I think that then benefits the organization, right? If I'm motivated and my confidence is up, I'm feeling good about coming to work, then you're going to get more results for me. So that benefits the organization. And I think when we talk about the elements of a good acknowledgement, the one thing that I really um, learned a lot when I got into coaching about acknowledgement is making sure that it's that the acknowledgement is tied back to an impact because you did this and you did this well this is the result of that this is what happens I think making sure you're tackling that impact is really important I agree if you want to add on to that you know that you know that gets into a number of factors just from an employee standpoint I mean job satisfaction is one that is huge as Joanne said, when you can, you know, add that, that element, um, retention, that helps your employees want to stay. It keeps them engaged. Um, you know, it's part of employee development. And, and I've seen Joanne and, and you both and Kevin do this so many times, even with our peer group. Yeah, definitely. I was thinking about the benefit to organizations is that you are reinforcing the desired behaviors. So those are the things that you are acknowledging what you want to see more of those are the things that you acknowledge and recognize and i think when you do that uh, you encourage that person to continue that behavior and then you other people see that you get acknowledged for practicing the right behaviors and so they start to practice the behaviors because the acknowledgement is there and i think that's what feels an organization is when people are being acknowledged for doing the right things and the right behaviors and the right attitudes and moving forward. And when I think about the element of the good acknowledgement, it's um, specific about something that I did that's that that's tangible that I can remember. And then also being genuine and authentic with the acknowledgement and not just everybody gets a pat on the back, you know, like everybody gets a trophy, but it's really you acknowledge someone for what they actually did. And as Debbie mentioned, the benefit, the impact that it's had, and it's more than just good job, it's you did a good job with that presentation. That was a tough crowd to manage, and you were able to keep us focused and accomplish our purpose for our meeting. That's how, you know, that's an acknowledgement, not just, oh, great job on the meeting, because the person doesn't know what they should continue doing. So you have to acknowledge the right, the right kind of behaviors. So it's a little bit of the Oprah effect, right? That we don't want to do, right? You get an acknowledgement and you get an acknowledgement. <laughs> I want to emphasize, I think Carrie uh, alluded to this a little while ago, the importance of timing. Make it timely. Oftentimes uh, leaders, you know, um, have their twice a year or once a year meetings with their employees and then they talk about all this stuff is that acknowledgement needs to be done as soon as possible so people can relate to it and people can celebrate you know, Sandy, I really like what, what you both have said here and, and, and Kevin you know you, you use the term fuels an organization and I, I could not uh, agree with you more I, I think you're right on the money because it, it does fuel an organization it helps feed people it helps give them positive feedback and, and as you have both said, that is uh, very specific 
and very timely. And we've talked about already, that's as a leader, it's very, that's why it's so important to get to know your people on a deeper level and find out what goals they have, what needs they have, what growth areas they have, what opportunities they're, they're looking for. That way you can, what Kevin and Joanne and Debbie and, and we're talking about here, these, you're being very specific and you're doing it in a timely manner. So like Joanne said, you're not doing it that once a year or twice. Yeah. when it happens when it's relevant and they still remember yeah, exactly and also we've been talking about uh acknowledgement this is something that can become part of the culture of your organization so how would you go about making sure that acknowledgement is part of the culture in your organization Yeah, and what's beautiful about that question, uh, Kevin, is that I thought I think you did a, a fine job laying that out just a moment ago. Be, as you were talking about that, that's exactly what I was thinking because you sort of described how if the leader comes in and does a good job of acknowledging and lets the employee see that and the value of that and being valued that way, as you said, I mean that's going to fuel the uh, the company, the organization. You know, being specific, being timely, and I think it is as simple as what you stated. And that is, as a leader, you know, look for the opportunities to truly acknowledge and be genuine. And as you described, it just sort of catches on and becomes a normal part of the process, which in fact does, you know, uh, fuel the organization and, you know, lifts people up and increases job satisfaction, increases loyalty, you know, increase, and decreases turnover. So it's, it's a beautiful thing and it's simple. And I will say once again, it is free. It doesn't cost one dime. I, I think I want to add here as well is don't think that it has to start at the top. Uh, all of us were part of a grassroots effort to bring coaching to our organization. And um, so oftentimes we look to our leaders above and say, well, they should do this or they should do that. It could start with you. And so that's my encouragement. If you want to create a culture of coaching, start coaching. If you want to create a culture of acknowledgement, acknowledge. For sure. And I think when you see other people do it and you feel good, you know, someone acknowledges you, makes you feel good, then you want to acknowledge other people too. So how do you start a movement, an acknowledgement movement, right? This, th that would be it. Just, you know, you do your thing and then other people are going to notice it. They're going to feel good and they're going to want to do that for their team or for, you know, their project members or whatever that looks like. So like Joanne said, it doesn't have to always be the leader that does it. Um, but I think that that's kind of how it, how it catches on and snowballs. I think about, being intentional, I, I don't know why that was just coming to mind, but being intentional about a, making sure acknowledgement is part of your culture. Don't leave it to somebody else. Make sure that it happens. And, you know, they talk about whatever you're looking for, you will find. So if you, in your organization, if you're looking to catch people doing things that are right, then you'll be more intentional about acknowledging those things because you can always find something wrong. But just when you are in the workplace, be looking for your people to do the right thing. And when they do it, acknowledge them and be intentional about it. I think that's part of how you make it part of the fabric of what you're doing. 
Well, Carrie, we are so excited that you were able to join us today. And, and one of the things that we do before we let our guests leave is to ask <laughs> them some uh, questions. So we have three quick questions we'd like to ask you. Would you be willing to answer them? Absolutely. Okay, great. Well, the first question is, what is a book that you think leader coaches should read? Well, one I would suggest that we all read would be um, um, Stumbling on Happiness. That's Stumbling on Happiness. And, you know, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a great book. It's very funny, actually. It's, a, it's by renowned Harvard uh, psychologist Daniel Gilbert. And it really describes, um, in a way, um, you know, how your own foresight uh, and your own imagination can, can, you know, cause each of us to kind of misconceive um, our tomorrows and, you know, misestimate, um, you know, what's happening to us in the future. And, you know, I, I found that interesting because I, I am a fan of happiness and I believe it's very important to look at every day and be as happy as you can be in this thankful and everything else. But I see some, sometimes there's a gap for people who have worked very hard, have done very well, yet they're not happy necessarily. And this book is, is you know, it kind of reveals what scientists have discovered about the uniquely human ability to imagine the future. We all have that ability. We all do it. We sometimes make up stories. They can be good. They can be bad. But, you know, it, um, it really talks about our capacity to predict, you know, once we get um, there and we're sort of exploring and, 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 and why sometimes we seem to know so little about, you know, what's happening in the future and about the person we're about to become. So I would recommend if you would, you know, stumbling on happiness and you know, learning more about it. I, don't, I personally don't think you can learn too much about happiness and being happy. And that's my story and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> well, Carrie, I think all of us would agree that uh, you're one of the most positive and happy people we've ever worked with. I always enjoyed working with you, especially when we were in the studio. I could always count on you to make me laugh and everybody out there laugh. So, and you're always so positive. So thank you for that. So what question have you been asked? Uh, a coaching question that you've been asked that gave you pause, may, maybe made you think a little bit differently or a little deeper. What else? Um, <laughs> Two words. What else? What else? That's right. That is right. I totally agree. So we also ask uh, this question of our, our guests is what is your word? on coaching when i think of coaching i you know one word comes to mind and has really always come to mind and i hope will always come to mind and uh, it actually fits all four of us but the word is my word on coaching is curiosity mm -hmm. curiosity I, I believe if you're curious and you're genuinely curious that's what coaching is about about discovering and and asking questions as someone is talking to you and you, and by the way you are some of the most curious people i know <laughs> <laughs> i'll Thank take you, that Kay. as a compliment <laughs> that is a high compliment <laughs> Well, once again, Carrie, thank you so much for joining us today. And I will pause here for a second to see if my colleagues have anything they want to add. No, man, we're so happy that we were able to get you on this podcast. We're looking forward.
forward to uh, sharing your wisdom with everybody else. Yeah, as usual, we enjoyed the time with you. Yes, thank you, Carrie. It's a pleasure to be with you three, and, and you are wonderful coaches. And I'm just so happy to know that you're carrying the coaching movement forward to others. It's a wonderful thing. I want to just encourage you to keep doing it because you all make you really make a difference in the coaching world, and I appreciate you. Thank you. Well, we want to thank our audience for joining us today, and until next time, that is the word on coaching.